Hello, nosy neighbors. This is Mary. And this is Kylie. And you are listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Hope you have your flannels on and your beanies and my favorite month of the year. Oh yes, for two reasons. Not only because it's my birthday. Oh yes. <laughs> favorite Halloween games. What's your number one? Ooh, number one. I mean, I think we recently talked about this. I think I love the powdered donut on the string. Oh, that is hysterical. Oh, to watch the little kid with their hands behind their back. It is <gasps> so. Funny. Mm-hmm. And the smaller they are, the funnier it is. And the greater their desire to really eat a powdered donut. You know? <laughs> yes. They probably don't get that at home. It's like a dog chasing their tail. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's mwah, chef's kiss to watch because they get a little powdered donut on their face. <laughs> but when it's you, then I don't know if it's my favorite to play. But, <laughs> yes. but my age, I could probably do it because it's a bigger mouth. Well, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on the size. If it's proportional sizes, mm-mm. I'm going to be looking a fool with my tongue out like, oh, oh, oh. And full of powder. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favorite was, it was like pin the wart on the witch's nose or pin the, the hat on the witch's head. Oh, I feel. <laughs> forgot about that uh-huh. i remember the wart one having that as like yeah the pin the tail spinoff yes and i think that have you ever been bobbing for apples i was just gonna say i think bobbing for apples is disgusting yes <laughs> i feel like i also tried it once and you pretty much feel like you're drowning sort of yep mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a waterboarding yes it's a waterboarding <laughs> and just a death sentence for any halloween makeup oh, like yeah. who thought of that as a Halloween I feel like I only played it once because there was only one year that I didn't have mm-hmm. makeup that I did not want to ruin yes powdered sugar is one thing full-on drench is another oh yeah especially when it's awesome makeup yeah, yeah. especially when it's right after someone else when they had their makeup <laughs> in it <laughs> <laughs> I did see the same concept about the donut on a string mm-hmm. but it was an apple on a string that's funny too oh that's interesting anything on a string is funny yeah make something difficult to eat and watch other people do it yes and laugh that is comedy <laughs> laugh the whole time right and then there's some of those ones that are kind of just spins on regular games like tossing the ring on the witch's hat yes um yes or the beanbag into the pumpkin or the little jack-o'-lantern into the big jack yes into the jack-o'-lantern those are fun Mm -hmm. it's like all of those spins but they all mean so much and for whatever reason i always kind of associate a cakewalk with halloween because i feel like whenever there was like the halloween day in elementary and middle school uh-huh. one of the classrooms always had a cakewalk oh i love i want a cake so bad i don't think it's anything to do with halloween at all uh. so those are some good games that i am currently writing down because as i've already said i'm having a party 
Yay. Yes. Super fun. With a bunch of children. <laughs> I have a Halloween case. <gasps> yes. Continue the trend. Trend setting. Because it's October. Well, we'll talk about drinks first. Oh, yes. What you sipping on? The most famous and oldest and most popular cocktail of Chicago is the Old Fashioned. And how do they make their Old Fashioned? That's just a fun fact. I'm not having an Old Fashioned. Oh. I thought it was funny that the most famous and oldest and popular is the Old Fashioned. Mm -hmm. And you know why it is so popular? Why? Because in the late 1800s, the Old Fashioned was named by a Chicago bartender. What? It got its name. He named it the mm -hmm. Old Fashioned back before. Or yes, whoever it was. Wow, that's so cool. Yes, but my drink it's is not, not an old-fashioned. It is called the Chicago. Ooh, Chicago. <laughs> it's bitters, uh -huh. triple sec, and a, a little bit of brandy topped off with some sparkling champagne and garnished with a lemon, a twist of lemon. Ooh, back-to-back -back champagne drinks. Yes. I love it. It's the celebration of Halloween. Yes, exactly. We love this month. And uh, I don't know if my love is learned or <laughs> like, genuinely from me, but growing up in a household that went as hard as we did... I love Halloween. This is our time to shine. I have more Halloween decorations than I do Christmas. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> I feel like we pointed that out at one point, and then you had to step up your Christmas game to at least, like, yes. sort of show. <laughs> Christmas stuff's inherited. Yes. Halloween stuff is purchased. Oh, man. And it was... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Inside and outside. Amazing. I have a Halloween statistic for you. Ooh, what is it? 60% of insurance submitted crimes involve some sort of property theft on Halloween night. Oh, Halloween mischief. Yes. And when I was a kid, you know, I lived in New Jersey mm -hmm. and we had something called mischief night. Did I already talk about mischief night? No. Yes. And this happened the day before Halloween. So October 30th mm -hmm. and kids, aka teens, would toilet paper houses smash pumpkins that were outside uh, play ding dong ditch yeah and throw eggs uh yeah all of like the somewhat innocent crimes but i mean eggs and but home. aren't innocent vandalism yeah exactly you can say like they're victimless and it's like but are they <laughs> yeah Everyone in our town knew that this was going to happen, so they brought in their pumpkins and they turned on all their lights to try to discourage the kids from doing it. Yeah, I see you. Yes, I said, uh, hoping to deter those mischievous imps. <laughs> SAT word. Imp. Imp. That is the, isn't that the mischievous, um, like, sprite-like? Devil is an imp. Oh, okay. And I'm sure that the police were out in force that... Right. And I'm not sure if kids TP anymore because of the cost of toilet paper. Uh, and the cost of <laughs> eggs. Like, is egging a thing? <laughs> Probably not. Hopefully they're not using two-ply. <laughs> right. None of the good stuff is out there. <laughs> yes. They split all of those things and then threw it. Oh, Although yeah. it probably wouldn't have the strength to stay. Well, it's just one night and you just pull it down. No, I mean, like, if it doesn't have the strength to wipe without tearing, what makes you think... <laughs> 
it'll last a, <laughs> a throw over yonder. Throwing a roll of toilet paper is an art. There's an actual technique to that. Really? You sound like <laughs> someone that did this mischief night. Oh, Um. anyway, our face of the case. Maria Adams was born in 1962. Oh, wait. Was she around when the Adams family was a thing? I wonder. No, this is in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. The Adams family was invented in Westfield, New Jersey. What? Yes. Another fun fact. No way. Mm-hmm. The inventor of the Adams family. What? There wasn't much about Maria Adams, but I believe she had three children, a son named TJ and two daughters named Ariana and Rosita. Mm -hmm. And then something brought her to be a resident of Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) And being a single mother, she had to do what she could to make ends meet. So she chose sex work. Yeah. In the year 2007, she met a man named Liddell Peoples, Mm -hmm. and the two began a business relationship. Oh. Liddell was born on December 29th, 1956. Ten years older? So he was about six years older. Okay. My mouth is way off. (laughs) (laughs) It's that Chicago. It's the Chicago. Yeah. Over the next few years, he would give Maria money and gifts in exchange for sexual intercourse. Ah. But then their feelings toward each other became more intimate, and she would often spend nights at Liddell's house. Free of charge? Yes. Uh, Over the next couple of years, they started falling for each other. Wow. Yeah, he said he was falling in love with her. Halloween. Ooh. 2011. It was like every other Halloween. Hey, this was the same year as our last episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Halloween 2011. 2011. What a terrible (laughs) 2011 Halloween. (laughs) Children were getting dressed up in their costumes, preparing to go out Mm trick-or-treating. You know, the one night out of the year where it's okay to take candy from strangers. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The irony in it is really funny that we train kids their whole life with that antidote of don't take candy from strangers. Except on Halloween. Yeah, we send them out to do it yeah. in full force. Everybody. In full. Everybody. What's your favorite candy? Um, I don't know what my favorite candy is. That's a hard one. I've got two. Okay. What are they? Uh, the Swedish fish. The red Swedish fish. Uh-huh. And then my second one has got to be the sugar daddy. Ooh, I really like Twizzlers right now. Yeah. I really like Twizzlers. And then I love getting like a little, a mini Mr. Good bar. Oh. Just the mini. I would never want like a full Mr. Good bar. It's a lot of peanuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I was a kid, I bought a one pound sugar daddy at Disney World, aka the Magic Kingdom. Oh my God. Yes, because I lived in Florida and we went to Disney all the time when it was just called Disney World. Like the Magic Kingdom was just Disney World. Uh huh. And that's where I spent my babysitting money on a pound of sugar daddy. For those of you that don't know, a sugar daddy is pretty much a big caramel. Caramel. On a stick. It's just a big caramel yeah. on a stick. Yes. It's not something that you break off and take bites of like a one pound candy bar. I would break it up. Yeah, I, I froze it and I broke it. Oh, I picture you just holding it and suckling on it in the back seat, <laughs> Just like... <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm just making a dent in it. At the beginning, I did. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. Right. You left it in the car, and then it melts to form the seat, and then you gotta, like... I also <laughs> love Now and Laters, by the way. <laughs> Around 2.30 in the afternoon, Liddell, then age 55, had his stash of goodies, Ooh. and he was hungry for a snack. Uh-huh. He went to retrieve his bag of candy, but he couldn't find it. So he asked Maria where it was, and she denied doing anything with his stash. Wait. But Liddell didn't believe her. Uh-huh. So he looked in Maria's coat pocket, and there he found some candy. <laughs> he became no. super angry. No. And started shouting at her, is- which escalated to a physical assault. Oh, my God. Maria got so scared that she picked up some plates and started throwing them at Liddell. Oh, my God. And one of the plates Uh hit him in the face, causing a deep cut over his right eye. Ooh, and facial cuts bleed. Oh, yes. This enraged him even more. Yeah. So he got her and he started beating her. Oh, no. But she grabbed two steak knives Mm. and Liddell wrestled her to the ground and he forced the knives out of her hands. Oh, man. And then he straddled her and out of anger, he picked up the knives and he just started swinging them over her head. Uh Uh-huh. And then he started cutting her on the head, Uh arms, and hands. Side note, not to make light of anything, but have you seen the video of Britney Spears dancing with two knives? (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's all I pictured when you said, could she grab two knives in this scenario? That's right. She had two knives. So I picture her like, Mm -hmm. don't come near me. (laughs) Yeah. What's up with her? I don't know. I don't get it. But don't get it. There was no assailant. There was no reason for her to have two steak knives and (laughs) get them around there. Mm -hmm. But wow. And then she turned over. And then at that point, he grabbed her hair (gasps) and slammed her head on the floor three times. Oh, my God. And when he got up, he became even more. More angry thinking about the scar that that plate was going to make. Uh-huh. That he went back to Maria as she was moaning on the ground and he stomped on her head <gasps> and her back. Oh, man. I can't understand when people like stomp or kick someone mm-hmm. because you can feel that yeah. in your foot. Like you could feel like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. And if they were at home, if he was at home trying to get some candy, he was probably barefoot. Right? Oh, yeah. He was only in his boxers. Yeah. So you know he felt that. Oh, my gosh. He then went back to the kitchen drawer and he retrieved the biggest knife he could find. Oh, no. He went back to Maria's body and poked her with that knife, Uh, but she didn't move. uh Uh-huh. So then he placed that knife and the two smaller knives into the sink. He poked her with a knife. What is she, a muffin that he's checking to see if it's done? Like... (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) And he thought, well, what am I going to do with her now? Maybe I'll just throw her out into the hallway oh my god but he didn't he didn't move her and then he went cleaned himself off got dressed and called 911 wow 
I was not expecting that. Yep. At all. Yep. That turned way differently. I totally Mm-mm. was about to say something about how interesting it is that people turn callous post-mortem mm-hmm. to like, you know, the, how they're like, what do I do? Hiding. Like, how am I going to hide this? Yes. yes. Rather than like this. He thought about getting rid of her, but then came to. She wasn't dead yet. Oh, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Bring out your dad. A Chicago police officer responded to the call. Uh And when he arrived on the scene, he found Liddell on the front porch, calmly sitting there. Oh, my God. When asked what happened, Liddell responded, quote, That bitch is crazy. She threw a plate at my head, unquote. And then paramedics uh, arrived and quickly tended to the unconscious Maria. I mean, for it to escalate that far, that wasn't their first fight, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If if she was really that scared to start throwing plates and stuff, Mm -hmm. that's not... And retrieve some knives, yeah. Yes, it doesn't go zero to 100 one time. Yeah. And Maria was laying face down in a pool of her own blood. She had a weak pulse. Uh The officer took note of all the blood, broken dishes, and the three knives in the sink. Uh Liddell was arrested immediately. Oh, how could you deny it? And held on a $2 million bond. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Adams never regained consciousness again, and she passed away on November 5th, 2011. She was 49 years old. (gasps) Oh. That's so young. Charges were upgraded to first-degree murder Mm -hmm. and aggravated domestic battery. I never know if you want them to regain consciousness or not in those situations. Yeah. Well, if, you know, if she'd be okay, then yes, of course. Yes. But if she'd be brain dead. Exactly. I don't know. Right. Or like in some sort of pain that was, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this trial was titled The People versus Peoples because <sighs> Liddell's last name's Peoples. <laughs> <laughs> See, you gotta laugh about the little things like that in these situations. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of funny. Liddell's lawyer argued self-defense because of the throne plates. Oh. On Mace. But I mean, what was the size difference between the two, you know? Yeah, I have no idea. I couldn't, I couldn't find a picture of her. On May 16th, 2013, Dr. Robert Hanlon, a defense expert and neuro, is it neuropsychologist? Mm-hmm. Neuropsychologist evaluated Liddell and found that he suffered from psychoaffective disorder. What's that? It's a combination of symptoms, including paranoid schizophrenia, congestive disorder, oh. and he was diagnosed with cocaine abuse. Wow. But he was fit to stand trial if he was medicated. Wow. Yes. So, yeah, so he already had mental issues and then was abusing drugs on top of that, which would just heighten your senses. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Prior to the trial, Liddell filed a motion to omit Dr. Hanlon's findings. Instead, he filed a diminished capacity defense, a.k.a. insanity plea. Um. However, he learned that that plea was not recognized in the state of Illinois. No way. 
They don't consider diminished capacity. Wow. After learning this, he wanted the admission of Dr. Hanlon's testimony to explain his mental state, actions, and reactions during the incident. And the court barred Dr. Hanlon's testimony, finding testimony, finding it irrelevant and a ploy to gain sympathy from the jury. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ariel Goldschmidt uh-huh. performed Maria's autopsy and would testify that she found over 28 wounds on Maria's body. <gasps> 10 of them being deep stab wounds uh-huh. to the hands, face, scalp, and forearms, and 18 slices to the face. So they were pretty superficial. Oh my God. There was blunt force trauma to the head, which caused a hematoma under the scalp, which led to a hemorrhage of the brain. Oh, that explains the consciousness, I'm sure. Yeah. And this, these inju- injuries were consistent of her being stomped or slammed onto the floor. Oh. God, that's brutal. Yeah. Like, that was with his hands. Yeah. And he stomped on her. And feet. Liddell. Yeah. Hands and feet. I mean, like, no weapon. Yeah, physical. It was all physical. Liddell Peoples was found guilty by a jury on two counts of first-degree murder for the death of Maria Adams. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison for his unjustified murder. And for a man who was 60, that was a life sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. At first, I was like, 30 years, huh? Yeah, but that's true. His projected parole date is October 4th, 2041. Oh. And his discharge date is October 5th, 2044. And he'll be 88 years old. All right. And I looked everywhere for a photo of Maria Adams, and I couldn't find anything. Ugh. So if you, dear neighbor, have a photo, yeah, we would like to remember her. Yes. And we will put it on our socials. Yes. And let everybody know what she looked like. Yeah. It is, I mean, any case, pretty real social media. Mm-hmm. Yes, social media was around in that day and age. But that was before Instagram, you know, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And before like podcasts, really. Yes. So we just want to remember Maria Adams. And I'm wondering what kind of candy pissed him off that bad. I know, right? I want my gobstoppers. What was your favorite? (laughs) Just real hook done having some good and plenties. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want something sweet and I can't find it. Where's my candy? Like what got him? What would cause you to lose your temper that badly? Right. Oh my God. What if actually it was nose candy? What's that? Nose candy is a nickname for cocaine. (gasps) Oh. What if this? Well, they said Halloween candy. What if all of this time? I mean, that would be kind of funny because. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's looking for his nose candy and. He's looking for his drugs. Yep. And he's like. And finds it in her pocket, which makes more sense than a whole bag of candy. Yes. (gasps) You did it. You did it, hun. You solved the case. <laughs> oh my God. That's such a good question of like, what candy could it be? Mm-hmm. You know what? Outside of the box, not literal candy, nose candy, the slang word for cocaine. And I don't think that's available in the prison store. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, Kylie. That's deep thinking. That's deep. Bam. I feel like I just got a gold star over here. Give me a stick of gum. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a pack. (laughs) No, I'll take a sip of my wine. I'm in my Chicago. (laughs) I'll take a sip of my Chicago. Well, thank you for telling me that. That's an interesting Halloween case. Yes. October 11th is today. Yes. Happy birthday, mom. Yes. 20 (laughs) days away from Halloween. Happy birthday to all those Libras out there. Whoop, whoop. Belated to you too, mom. No, next. I mean, early. Next week's my birthday. <laughs> next week is your birthday. Oh, <gasps> your, your birthday's on a Wednesday. Yes, oh, it shit. is. I need to get myself <laughs> together. <All right. laughs> Mom's got to go to the post office. Listen to your mothers and make sure you know when their birthdays are. <laughs> and make good choices. And stay nosy neighbors. Cheers. So, neighbors, also, if you weren't aware, October is actually Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yes. So, we, my mom and I, everyone here at Sipping with Snapped, (laughs) we just want you to know that we are here for you, neighbors. You are in our neighborhood. This is a safe space. We're here for you. We just want you guys to know that there are resources for you. If you feel like you are in any sort of situation that is unsafe, if you feel like your partner might literally kill you over candy, I'm not making light of it. I'm sorry, but I just want you to know we love you. We are here to laugh with you and we've got resources. Reach out to us. Yeah. We'll also have links in our show notes to anything that we think might help you guys out. The National Domestic Violence Hotline in the United States states is 1-800-799-7233 and the website is thehotline.org just a psa that we love you there is support out there if you or someone you know seems to be in a violent situation speak up help them out give them the resources they need yes so happy spooktober let's cheers again Cheers! Thank you for joining us. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And you've been listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Sipping with Snapped. Twitter at Sipping Snapped. Facebook, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Join our Patreon, Sipping with Snapped. And if you forget all that, go to our website, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. We've got links to everything. Cheers. Cheers! Logan, say I love you. Bye.